Okay, friends. So today we are reading a story called The Sour Grape. And this is from the number one New York Times bestselling team, Jory John and Pete Oswald. And we've read several of their other books. And I'm excited to see what this one is all about. And today's story is read by Mommy and... Have you got a name? Are you thinking about it? Hold on, hold on. What? Oh, Abby? Abby. Abby and Mommy. But before we get started, today we need to give our patron shout out. Our patrons are our pals who help us get more stories out. They can chat with us. Um, on that platform on Patreon, and we really like them. In general, they're great people, and they help get the stories out to you. So if you're listening, say a big fat thank you to them just like we are. And do you remember who today's shout-out is? Okay, there's two. You can read the first words. But first, say with me, thank you to... Thank you, Leo and Finn, and their mom, Amity. We really appreciate you guys. It is so nice to have good friends that help us get stories out. So this story is for you guys, and we hope you like it. And without any further ado, read today by Mommy and... Abby. Abby. Here we go. All right, Abby. You want to give it a go? Mm-hmm. All right. I am a grape. A sour grape. Mm -hmm. If somebody upsets me, I'll remember it. If somebody wrongs me, I won't forget it. If somebody insults me, I'll never ignore it. Nope. See that banana over there? That banana slipped and bumped into me. So I'm holding a grudge. See that orange? That orange didn't call me back for a week. Grudge. See that lime? That lime borrowed my scarf and never returned it. Grudge. I suppose I've got pretty thin skin for a grape. Nobody steps on this grape. Granted, it wasn't always this way. Now, before we turn the page, I have a question for you. So, someone bumped into him and then forgot to call him back and then borrowed something and forgot to return it. And that's why he's holding grudges towards all these other fruit. But I have a question. What could he do instead? I don't know. Could he forgive them? Mm Mm-hmm. Would that make things better, do you think, if he had forgiven them? Mm Mm-hmm. Then he wouldn't be a sour grape anymore. Mm, Let's see what happens. I grew up in a close-knit bunch. 
there were about mm, 3,000 of us in our little community, and we were sweet to each other. And in the picture, we can see all the grapes hanging in their little clusters, all smooshed in there. And here's what they say to each other. You look nice today. You look nice today. And this one says, So do you. And this one says, No, you don't. No, you do. Oh, they're all being so sweet. I like it when someone says, I look nice today. We all lived in a vine. Sure, it was a bit claustrophobic, especially when we were trying to get ready in the morning. Do you know what claustrophobic means? Yeah, it means when there's too much, too much oh, in a very small space. Pee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in this picture, you can see one of the <laughs> one of the grapes is in the bathroom, and he's taking a long time because he's combing out his hair, and the other grape is knocking outside, saying, "Are you done in there? Come on!" Because her baby grape has to go potty. And and that's that's all grape. Yeah. But my family was ripe with humor, goodwill, and warmth. We did our best with what we had. And they're sharing a meal together. My grandparents visited us on the weekends. We'd stroll in the sun, and they'd teach us what they knew. They said it takes a bunch to raise a seed. They said that good grapes roll their own way in life. They told us to be kind, forgiving, considerate, and grateful. Or grateful, said Grandpa with a wink. Above all, no matter what life throws at you, and there will be a lot, try to stay sweet. My grandma said, indeed, we said in response. But the, what does he and the apple Ah, that's a very good question. Now let's see what happens to him. Says, Oops. Mm-hmm. So for a while, I was the sweetest of the sweet. I said, please. I said, thank you. I brushed aside life's little annoyances. I knew how good I had it. And in the picture, yes, can you describe what's happening? The apple's trying to put mustard on a hot dog, mm-hmm. and he says, oops, because he missed, and it hits, and it hits the sour grape. Yep, and the sour grape got covered in mustard, and he says, ha no problem at all. But then one day, something changed in me. It was my birthday. I had rigorously and vigorously planned a big party for weeks. I sent out invitations with the date prominently displayed. And get this, I had a Ferris wheel, a magician, and hay rides. I had snacks upon snacks upon snacks. The highlight of the party, though, was the fireworks display, which would happen at sundown. I stood out front and waited for folks to arrive. I had a gigantic smile on my face. I waited. Everybody was a little late, it seemed. No big deal, no big whoop. So I waited, and a tumbleweed rolled by, and a coyote howled in the distance. The sun sank behind the hills, and I waited. 
Uh-oh. Nobody showed up. And I mean nobody. By the time the fireworks show started, with me as the sole spectator, I was scowling. I considered everybody I'd invited, and only one thought came to mind. Grudge. Grudge, 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 grudge. Whoa. I feel really bad for him, don't you? I don't know. I think the only way to find out is to turn the page. After that, my personality became something else entirely. I went from a sweet grape to a bitter grape to a snappy grape. Who moved my chair? And finally, I became a sour grape. Grrr. Oh, this poor grape. I'm so sad for him. I started holding minor grudges that eventually became major grudges. And so in the picture, we see him with the banana. And oh no, poor, poor banana. His dog has gotten him all twisted up with some of the leash that the dog has. And the grape yells at him. Why don't you watch where you're going? I scowled so much that my face got all squishy. You know what? Don't even bother calling me back, he says to the orange. I took my grumpiness out on others. Are you ever going to return my scarf? And that's just how it's been. Day after day, week after week, month after month, grudge after grudge. But something happened recently that changed my thinking. Oh, I wonder what it could be. I was getting ready to meet up with my friend, Lenny, the only fellow I know who's as sour as I am. And Lenny and I usually go to the park where we sit in a bench and rant about stuff. But just as I was heading out the door, I bumped my knee. Oof! After I bandaged myself up, I discovered I had a flat tire. And then I missed the bus, and the next bus was late. And finally, I got off at the wrong stop. Sheesh. Oh, my goodness. There's a dog barking at him. And by the time I arrived at the park, it was getting dark, and Lenny was fuming and furious with a frown and a furrowed forehead. Whoa. Try saying that three times fast. Fuming and furious with a frown with a furrowed forehead fuming and furious with a frown and a furrowed forehead. It's a lot. His face looked all squishy. We agreed to meet at exactly four o'clock. You're three hours late. I tried to explain why I was so tardy, but Lenny wouldn't listen. He'd already made up his mind. He'd formed a huge grudge, and he wouldn't budge. I couldn't believe it. How unfair. I thought, how ridiculous. I thought, how, um, how similar to the way I would react. Hmm. 
Lenny was pretty worked up. He was pacing back and forth, emitting occasional grumbles. His tone was tart, so I gave him a little space. Besides, it was nice out, and I noticed the sky changing colors and the melodic chirping of the birds in the evening breeze and the buzz of the park's insects coming alive at night, and I suddenly felt grateful and peaceful and calm. Had I been missing all this simple beauty because I was too busy complaining? Meanwhile, Lenny stormed off muttering something about disrespect and lack of consideration. I'm pretty sure I heard him add a grrr, too. I walked home. I pulled a dusty box out from under my bed and there were the old family photos inside. I spotted myself in one of the pictures. I was so sweet. I knew that little grape from the photo was still a big part of me deep down. It would just take some work to get back there again. And that was the exact moment I found the invitation I sent out for my infamous birthday party. The one where nobody showed up. It said May 31st, but wait. Wait a minute, here. My birthday was on May 21st. <gasps> Alas, I told everyone to come on the wrong day. <gasps> it was all my fault. I realized. Nobody's perfect. Not even me. After that day, I started noticing other things too, like how remaining sour all the time is so draining. I'd wasted so much energy holding grudges when I could have easily cleared the air if I'd felt hurt and Yes, I still get upset from time to time, but that's okay because now I talk and I listen and I work things out instead of just walking away. My sourness is fading. I'm letting go of all of my grudges and hey, it's working. So in this picture, we can see there's the banana and his dog again. And then here's the grape coming along. And what does he have? What's, what, what has he got going on here? He's bringing an ice cream cone to the banana. And he says, slip ups happen. I'm just glad you're okay. And the banana says, oh, thanks. That scarf looks sublime on you. Why don't you keep it? Really? You're the best. That's him talking to the line. And then look, here he is playing baseball with the orange. And he says, aren't you glad we got to catch up? I'm so grateful that we did, says the orange. Sometimes I still let out a little grrr when I'm frustrated like this. But then I move on. Look at his umbrella. <laughs> and my face is less squishy too. And in this picture, friends, we can see why is he frustrated? It's raining and his umbrella broke. Uh-huh. 
Oh, and don't worry, things are okay with Lenny again. And so here they are at the park meeting. And Lenny is late this time. Uh-oh, and he says, Gosh, I'm sorry I'm late. You must be furious. No big deal, my friend, says our sour grape. And you know what? If you look at things in the right sort of way, and if you remember to be kind and considerate and forgiving and grateful, life really can be pretty sweet. Yes, indeed. And it looks like he tried again with his birthday party to have the same birthday party that he had before, but this time send out the right times. So now all of his friends are there at the party. The lemon and the apple and the pear and the orange and the lime and the banana and they're all having ice cream and there's fireworks and there's the Ferris wheel and the Hayrock rides and the magician and everybody's there. And it looks amazing, doesn't it? I would like to go to a birthday party like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. But the best part of it is that his friends are there because he gave them the right information and he was kind to them so they all wanted to attend. If I may leave you with one bit of advice, if you want to get friends, you must first be a friend. And if you are the kind of friend that you, if you act like the kind of friend that you would like to have, you will end up with those kinds of friends. You have to be forgiving and kind and generous and loving with your friends, and they will be that with you, because they will be as you treat them. And that's how that works. And it is also, say it with me, the end. <laughs>